Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener, Karen Wright. Hey, Karen. We have climate changes with us, and we're seeing that our plants and choice of plants is changing all the time. What are some of the things that you've noticed that have changed? Well, I know there was a study that was done by the University of Minnesota, and they talked about how warming of the atmosphere alone or combined with reduced rainfall, which is all a part of climate change, increased mortality of tree species in Minnesota, and it severely reduced growth in several other, especially the northern conifers. So we're talking these trees because of climate change, aren't able to thrive anymore. It's reducing their capacity for productions, so we're not going to be getting the good crops for, whether it's for timber or hosting other plants or microbial and animal diversity is all going to be disappearing as well because climate change is really affecting it. And they found that Minnesota temperatures have increased between 1 degree and 3 degrees Fahrenheit in the last several decades with a faster increase in the northern part of the state. And they say if that climate change continues unchecked, much of Minnesota's forest could change to open prairie by the end of the century. Yeah. You know, I noticed when I started getting my seed catalogs, in there they were talking about climate change, and they were gearing and talking about a lot on drought. We've had drought all over the United States, and that's probably going to be with us. Then we have ice and snow now in the winter, and there are trees that just can't tolerate that either. Branches break off. It's really difficult. So this is a time of change for us, and we just want you all to be aware that if you've always done the same thing over and over again, maybe you won't be able to do that in the future. You know, maybe it's going to be colder and wetter in the spring for us, and we can't get crops in that we we normally would have planted early in April. And I found that some plants that I've never had a problem with now because of the drought or because of the way things are freezing and thawing, that they don't make it. They have not survived. So that's one thing we really have to look at. And in this particular study, they looked at the decline in trees, and they said especially some of the conifers, like the balsam fir, the white spruce, are going to really suffer because of the warming alone. But the modest warming enhanced growth in several other trees, like the oaks and maples, but they said oaks and maples are are very unlikely to rapidly fill the void that has been left by those vanishing conifers. So they're saying we might have to replace them. One of the trees they found that does okay is the white pine, and so that's something they're they're considering. We might change what the forests look like. And like I said, they might turn to prairies. Yeah, right. It's, it's a difficult time because we get attached to our trees. And, right. and what could be worse than having, you know, a stand of conifers and all of a sudden you've got to start taking them down. And terrible expense, too. Very, right. very expensive. And also when I look to buy plants and seeds now, I look specifically for ones that are drought tolerant something I didn't really even think about before, but I'm concerned about water, the water quality, the amount of water we're having because it's getting scarce. And so I wonder if you're doing that too, looking at... I am. I am. I'm I'm reading every single thing and then I'm checking other sources to see if they agree. And there are these good practices that we know that work in gardening. And one of those things is we've got to mulch. It doesn't matter whether we're in a drought or not. Mulching makes so much sense. First of all, it sequesters carbon in the soil. Secondly, it keeps the weeds down or from not germinating at all. 
and it keeps the plants from drying out. A lot of plants, whether it's a tree, a shrub, or a perennial or an annual, they like to have their roots be cool. They don't want to be baking in the sun all day long. And some of that I'm doing in the form of a living mulch, and that means certain plants that we will put around other plants that will keep, they'll grow and keep the other plants cool because they're basically a living mulch. And I'm finding myself looking for more of those types of ground covers as well. Yeah, I agree that is so true. And you know what makes a great ground cover? Strawberry plants. They're wonderful the way they put out their little, Mm -hmm. they're called sister plants. You have one plant and you've got them running off in all directions. Next thing you've got this nice spot. Now, you may not get a lot of strawberries from doing that, But you do get the pollinators in the spring, and it's early when they get their blooms on them, and you'll get a few strawberries. It's not like raising them in a bed where you mulch them and where you're just growing them for the fruit. Well, I think we have to stay tuned to what the university is finding, and they're hot on the trail. And us adjust. We got to adjust. Yes. Well, if you need more information about climate change or anything to do with gardening, contact your extension service. This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright wishing you happy gardening.